Hello, thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast. I'm Michael Grant, Senior Pastor of Faith Worship Center International right here in Columbus, Georgia. Today, I'd like to share a word straight from God that's just for you. I hope you're prepared. Grab your pen, paper, your tablet. Most importantly, grab your Bible, your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And let's prepare to take notes on what God has to share with you on today. I'm excited for you because you're about to grow to a greater place of faith in God. Let's tune into the word. But if you would turn in your Bibles to Luke, the eighth chapter, I want to share with you something that I believe is going to be a blessing to you. Listen, at this brunch today, there is an actual featured dish that I like to kind of put emphasis on in our time sharing together. You see, we have our table set. We got a little bit of orange juice, a little beverage here. We got us some breakfast danishes, a little cinnamon roll. But the featured dish is good old fashioned grits. Now, I don't know if you're like me from the south and you grew up on grits or if you may perhaps from the north and you grew up on oatmeal. But I'm going to tell you now, if you've never had old fashioned grits in the morning, you're missing out on a treat. I have some prepared here today. I'm not going to eat them right now. Hopefully they won't get hard. You know how grits do. If you let them sit too long, they'll stiffen up on you. But grits is an old time favorite in our family. I remember growing up as a child and every morning at our grandparents home, every morning there was a hot pot of grits that were brewing for us to be able to dive into and get as much as we wanted to and to be able to enjoy it. We had no clue what grits were made of. They were just this pot of slop looking type of dish. But man, were they good. And where we come from up in the hills of Asheville, North Carolina, uh, they used to put sugar in their grits. You may be a southerner and put a little bit of salt and pepper. You may put a little bit of garnish on it. But whatever it is, you know, like I know that grits are a staple to any good breakfast. But I remember as we grew up, I found that grits were made out of corn. And that kind of made sense to me because I, I love everything that come from corn, from popcorn to cornflakes, uh, even sweet corn, corn on the cob. I just love diving into things that were made of corn. But the beautiful thing is corn, it's used in many facets, but I come to understand that that corn it actually is a kernel that the more you sow it, the more you can benefit from it, right? And so this, this grits, the reason that we are able to have grits in abundance or were able to have them in abundance growing up was because somebody sowed a seed. That's right, somebody sowed a seed. I'm holding in my hand a jar of corn seeds or kernels, if you will. These seeds, if they're planted, they're able to give you all of these different versions of what our society benefits off of from this great, uh, this great, uh, I don't know if it's a fruit or a vegetable. It's just, it just is what it is, right? And uh, we eat a lot of it, but the reason we're able to eat so or consume so much of it is because much of the seed has been sown in the ground. I ask you to turn to the book of Luke chapter number eight, because Jesus says something in verse number 11, where he states that, that he says the parable is this, that the seed is the word of God. That's right. So we correspond that the word of God is a seed. It can be likened unto a seed. But that seed, it is of no value to you until it is sown into the ground. Where am I going with this? 
This is the year of the spoken word. And so when word is spoken, that's the manner in which that seed, the word, is sown. When we take action and open up our mouths and declare what God is saying to us in this season, that's when we sow the word in the fashion that we can be able to reap a harvest off of it and enjoy all of the benefits that come attached to the word of God. Here's what I want you to understand in this day and age. The atmosphere is ripe. The womb is empty. The the grounds are fertile and ready to receive the word of God. And God is depending on us. Here's the thought of the day. He's depending on us to increase our speech. Yeah, nudge your, your husband or your wife or your child or your pet. They're listening to you. Let them know that now is the time for us as believers to increase our speech. Listen. The Bible says when we're talking about increase, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 12, verse number 34, that it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. That's right. Our our hearts are full of the word. We learned this from Jeremiah 31 and 33, where he says that God is going to have himself a people and he's going to write his law in our hearts. He's going to cause us to be full of his word. So our hearts are much like this jar of popcorn kernels. It's plenty of word within us. But the question is, are we going to open our mouths and let it speak out of the abundance of our heart? Abundance. That's another word for increase. Increase simply means that if we're making something greater or making it more abundant. Now, as believers, we need to open our mouths and abundantly release the seed of the word, sowing it into the grounds that are available. Listen, we need to take the posture that Jesus took in this scripture here in Luke chapter number eight, starting at verse number five. This is the parable of the sower. Turn in your Bibles there if you have your Bibles with you. Luke chapter 8, verse number 5. The Bible says a sower, this is Jesus talking, it's in red, so you know this is unadulterated word. The Bible says a sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, tell your neighbor, as he sowed. As he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon the rock. And as soon as it sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among the thorns and the and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And the other fell on good ground and it sprang up and it bore fruit that was a hundredfold. What comes to mind in this context is not the fact that the sower sowed it and did not bear fruit in all of the areas, but the manner or the heart or the posture or the conviction of this sower was, I don't care what the nature of the ground is, the season is ripe for sowing, so I'm going to sow the word in abundance. I'm not going to hold back just because I don't think that ground is fruitful enough or or fertile enough. I'm not going to withhold the seed of the word because I don't know if this ground is ready to receive. Listen, when it's time to sow, it's time to sow, and we must sow in abundance. We must empty our vats, I hear the Lord saying. All of the seed that he's given us, now is the time for us to release them because the atmosphere is ready. The grounds are open. The grounds are ripe. And God is depending on you. Listen, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, that the gospel must be preached unto every kingdom throughout all of the world. And then the end will come. 
Many are saying it's the end of days. It's been the last days as long as, as, as Jesus rose from the dead. So we never know. It's not for us to know when he's coming back, but it is for us to know that now is our time as we exist in these last days to open our mouths and to release everything that God has placed within us to release in this time. I'm telling you, people are ready to hear what God has to say. People are open to receive the word. I was talking with one of our elders and we were just talking about how people are hungry for God. They want to hear what God, they want to hear what's on his mind. People who've never been to church, they're ready to hear what's on the heart and the mind of God because they are open. The grounds are open. They're empty, but you have what they need. You have the seed. So now is not the season for us. I hear this. Now is not the season for us to judge the readiness of the ground. No, sir. Now is not the time for you to see if your cousin or your uh, relative is ready to hear from God. Now is the time for you to sow the seed. God is depending on you. Yeah, it's time for us to increase our speech. I love it. Notice how the sower doesn't get discouraged by the fact that as he is sowing that you notice the Bible says that he says, and as he sowed in verse five, the sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. The sower didn't get discouraged because some of this abundance of seed fell upon ground that was unconventional or untraditional. He did not get discouraged because some of his seed fell upon the rock. No, sir. No, ma'am. This sower continued to be committed to increasing the, the spreading of the word, to increase the sowing of the word so that whatever ground was ready, willing, and able to receive it, they received it. Yes, believers, now is the time for us to be committed to sowing. You can't make nobody believe what you're saying if you want it to. Why? Because the Bible tells us this. Paul echoes this in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, when he was trying to give people clarity on them preferring one preacher over the other. He said, listen, I have planted, Apollos has watered, but make no mistake beyond the shadow of a doubt, it's not because of me, it's not because of Apollos that the harvest is coming, but it is God who gives the increase. That's right, believers. So he's depending on you to sow that seed. He's depending on you to be instant, in season and out of season to all Always having a readiness to release what thus saith the Lord. God is depending on you to sow that seed and trust that he is going to call increase. That does something on the inside of me because now it's shifting me from watching what I say to just saying what I know he said. I don't have to guard my, 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 my tongue in this, in this season now. I don't have to bridle my tongue. Why? Because I am abound, I'm abundant. I'm abounding with the word of God. I'm full of his word. I've been isolated. I've been secluded. I've been sheltered in place. I've been socially distancing myself and I've been anchoring my soul in the word of God. And now all that's on the inside of me is him. Jesus said, he said, let the enemy come because when he comes, he'll find nothing within me that identifies with him. Friends, it's time for us to trust what God has placed on the inside of us. Now is the time for us to speak what God has given us to speak. Somebody tell somebody in your vicinity, roll up your window, open up your screen door, beat on your wall of your apartment and tell somebody, I'm about to increase my speech. Yeah, I'm about to turn up my volume. Now is not the season to dial back, but now is the season for us to increase our speech. I pray this is stirring you up the way it's stirring me. Here's why this is important. Because when we speak, people have an opportunity to see more clearly. 
Not only is the Bible, not only is the word of God is a seed, but it's also light. The Bible tells us in Psalm 119, 105, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Friends, there are people who have no clue what to do in the midst of this pandemic. There are people who are seeking, who are searching for answers. Truth be told, even the entities and the, the entities that are giving us guidance, such as the CDC, who we are praying for on a consistent basis, but they're searching for the answer. Truth be told, they told us that you didn't have to worry about wearing a mask before, but now they're telling everybody, put on a mask. Why? Because they're searching. The world is searching. They're looking. There's confusion amongst us all, but the Bible declares that his word is a lamp. When I don't know which way to go, when I don't know what to do, when confusion is stirring me, his word is a light unto my pathway. As we're navigating through these unfamiliar territories, as we're fighting this invisible adversary, we find we find hope, we find confidence in the word of God because we know that the word has been settled in heaven since this thing started. And so we're grateful to know that God is depending on us. The Bible says in Isaiah 60, I'm getting stirred up now, that the Bible declares, the prophet Isaiah said, arise, shine, let your light so shine, Matthew said, uh, that Jesus declared before men that they might see your good works. Turn up your lights. Turn your bright beams on. Hallelujah. When we're driving in darkness, turn your floodlights on so you can see where you're going. What am I saying? Intensify the word of God. Increase your speech. When fear tries to overtake you and you feel like you might have a symptom or two, don't worry. Speak the word. Go to the doctor, but speak the word. Speak the word because his word declares that by his stripes, we already were healed. Your healing is an issue of the past because God has taken care of it and we need not be afraid but we must speak what God has said and as we speak his word we believe as we're consistent we're going to have what we say listen it's time for us as believers to open our mouths and to declare what the Lord has placed within us to say here's why because when we increase the word or when we increase the seed when we sow the word of God through speaking as we're led by his spirit, the aftermath is we have a greater harvest. We, greater, we have a greater harvest of increase. We have a greater harvest of provision. We have a greater harvest of souls being won into the kingdom. We have a greater harvest of protection of the promises of God. We have a greater harvest of health, wellness and healing. The Bible declares that above all, I wish that you be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers. As our soul has been anchored in the word of the Lord, I want to encourage you today that now is your time, now is your season to increase your speech because you're going to have what you say. Wow, what a message. What a word, man. I just love God's word. It's so empowering, so impactful. It causes us to be exactly what God wants us to be. I hope you enjoyed that message. As a matter of fact, if you'd like to catch us via our live stream, you can do so by going to our website, www.michaelgrantministries.net, on Sundays at 11.30 a.m. or Tuesdays at 7.15 p.m., both Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, I pray that you stay strong in your faith and in all that God is speaking in your life, you have exactly what you say.